by Cancelo in the building. Premier Pep Talk episode number 28. We are back to discuss the FA Cup match between both of our teams, Man City and Arsenal. And the deadline day is tomorrow. So it's deadline day eve. And uh, I think both of our teams are kind of in a rut right now. Uh, some disappointing news, I'm pretty sure, for a Man City fan. I can't speak for him. He'll give his opinion on that. Cancelo going to Bayern Munich. Probably done for in a Man City uniform. It's a loan with an option to buy. Sounds like Pep wants him gone. And then uh, right before this, Arsenal, who was in for Caicedo, which would have been a great signing in my opinion. Now they're in for Jorginho. Uh, just mind-blowing. Uh, I'll be really, really pissed if that happens. But, yeah, how you doing? I'm not too happy, as you can tell. Yeah, no, tough times for both of our clubs right now. Um, for different reasons, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to start. I do want to obviously give a lot of strong portion towards um, the game that was played on Friday. I've watched yeah. it back twice now trying to get a better understanding and you'd think that the weekend would go well uh but then i wake up on monday on today monday the 30th to a text from you which mm -hmm. if i'm getting a text from you I that it was fake, morning, to be honest when i saw it <laughs> i i would think lately what it was going to be is some Gossetto Gossetto. update yeah. and i'm thinking in my mind, shit, if it's done or if, like, he's flying out for a medical, like, fuck, we're done. You know, like, well, I mean, he's in Brighton, so if he's driving to go get a medical or whatever, we're fucked. So that's kind of what I was thinking. And then you broke it to me. I go see it, check my feed, see what's happening, and it's all confirmed. Um, there's a lot of backstory that needs to be discussed before we get into the real thick of of uh, that asinine, disgusting display of childlike behavior from a 27 going on 28 year old man who's has had his longest stint um, being in a city uniform. Yeah, there's some problems going on in the city, but let, let's start with the FA Cup game. Uh, sure. I don't think that's going to take too long, so let's get that over with. Um, Friday, FA Cup, 3 p.m. U.S. time. Arsenal goes to the Etihad to play Man City. It was a rather tame match. Uh, Arsenal made about six changes. Rob Holding in. Sambi Lakanga played in the second half a lot. Partey might have got injured, which was scary. Um, but he's okay. He should be back for Everton. And, yeah, uh, from Arsenal's perspective, overall the game was pretty boring, to be honest. Uh, not a lot of intensity. Um, the Etihad was quiet, as it's usually been. I actually heard the Arsenal fans more on there. But you could speak about that because, um, you know, Pep has even called out the fans recently, sure. which seems, seems strategic as well. But, yeah, I heard the Arsenal fans a lot, so the Arsenal fans were live. I'm excited to play that game at the Emirates in two weeks. But, yeah, I mean, once we made a lot of changes like that, I saw Arteta. Arteta's putting a rotated team out here. He obviously doesn't care about winning or losing this one. He's going to focus his energy on the game. I thought the first half we were better than you guys. We had some good opportunities. Ortega made some good saves. 
Um, and then second half, there was a period for about 15 minutes where you guys really dominated the ball, and we didn't do much in the second half. Uh, one really, really good chance from Enketia where Laporte made a big play on John Stones injured, which is not good for you guys. I think he's probably your best defender this year. And, yeah, um, my takeaway uh, for me, I don't think uh, – I'm staying the same. I don't think City can beat us twice this year in the league. I think when we play that game at the, the Emirates, the crowd's going to be ready for it. The team's going to be ready for it. And I think we'll win that game at the Etihad. I still like our chances. I'm not going to say we're going to beat you twice, but we don't have to beat you guys twice. We're ahead potentially by eight points mm-hmm. after we play Everton Saturday. Not that I want to overlook that game. Um, but, yeah, we don't have to beat you guys twice. We just have to beat you at our ground. And mm-hmm. that should be, you know, a big momentum swing. And, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, like I said, not not the greatest game. Kind of a, just a feeler-outer game. It's kind of like those championship uh, fights. That was the first two rounds of the championship match, which is 12 yeah. rounds. You know, those uh, those big boxing fights, first two rounds, they're kind of yeah. feeling out space. They're trying to get their footwork down. They're trying to get their timing down. And they're trying to, you know, sense when they're going to start actually throwing blows and how they're going to land those punches. That's what this was for me. With the gap in time from your next match, were you I've seen Arsenal fans kind of torn by the starting eleven. Were you kind of bothered at all by the fact that you guys really didn't maybe go for it with the starting eleven? No, no, because we need to keep our our squad. Our squad is if we're fully healthy, a lot of those players aren't going to play. We need to keep them invested and keep them kind of fresh and get them game time because sure. we might need them. So we don't want to go into a position where, um, let's just say hypothetically, Saliba gets a red card. We need to play Rob Holding. He hasn't played in two months. We need to get him game time. He at least played a half. Um, <clears throat> need to do that. Need to keep them fresh. And for me, Arteta's saying, hey, if we go in there with our A team and lose, it might, you know, it might be a little mental drop off for the players. If we go in there, rotate a little bit, and keep it close, but still lose, I think yeah. it's a it's a it's a win win situation for us. I think that yeah. was his strategy, and you know, overall, I, the only pro, the only player I really had a problem with was Sambi. You saw the massive drop off, and that's why I'm very concerned about this DM situation. El Nenny looks like he's gone for the season. We were linked to Caicedo, which would have been a brilliant signing for me. For me, I'd rather pay $90 million for Caicedo than play a fucking dime for Jorginho. We'll talk more about that later. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I don't want to give any money to that scum club in London. That's um, another thing we got to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give them a fucking dime. Um, but, yeah, that's what I thought. What did you think of the game? Well, going into the game, I think both managers went into it with some similar principles in the notion of giving playing time for to certain players. Um, Stefan Ortega started. You know, he's our he's our cup player, so he's our cup keeper. So we played him definitively. Um, the Nathan Ake start, which you say John Stones, I actually think Nathan Ake has been probably one of our, our solidified players. And I think he did tremendous work. Mm-hmm. Cause Stones has been injured a lot, right? Yeah. 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 Kind of back and forth and just a little bit of niggles here and there. Um, I agree with that. So Nathan doing absolute, the Lord's work um, on that, on that side with Saka in the first half. 
uh, I thought was good and solid. Um, even some of that, I don't even know when Saka came off. Um, but I actually think Miguel got this wrong a little bit. Uh, I've heard a good case from some Arsenal fans that with the gap in time and the youthfulness of the club and the team, this could have been a real statement moment for you guys to kind of let City know come Premier time, Premier League time, we want both of them. And the next one that we, the next time we see you, it's in London. And I think that could have been a message. Um, it was definitely, definitely a bore. Um, mm-hmm. No question about the style of play and the feeling out. Great analogy. I completely agree. Um, the punching back and forth. I don't think either club, and I think I might have said this before on the pod, uh, but I was definitely feeling this way going into it. Either team, short of getting slapped one way or the other, neither, doesn't matter. Uh, I don't think I was ever going to take too much away from it other than how they came out and how they were trying to feel each other if something was found. Pep already kind of noted what some of the things he found, which was the man-to-man marking on the back end. Um, so Ortega did a great job keeping great finish by Ake. Um happy with our state of the of where the team is right now i felt like it was good to get a victory over a club that has clearly been one of the best in all of europe and to scrum up a a, a win regardless of how you do it with no matter what team is out there especially when you have the likes of saka when you have the likes of Partey, who did start, um, when you had the likes of, um, <coughs> excuse me, when you had the likes of just Arsenal overall, just in the in their form. Um, Granite was out there as well, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I felt like Arsenal played their style, really showed quality. Um, City had moments of, of the style of play were no longer that... This is another thing I think we can talk about in the transfers, which is City's, City are no longer that team with Sané, Sterling, and Aguero up front and doing the false nining and reaching out to those runners. Uh, we're not like that anymore. Style of play is completely... <coughs> Jesus, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> it's just it's completely different. So I was, uh, I was impressed with the win, but I wasn't going to come out of there Short of us slapping Arsenal, there was no way I was going to come out of there saying um, this affects the title run and any of that. has nothing to do with it. Um, There's still a mountain to climb. Arsenal have the advantage. Arsenal have to keep up with a a monumental pace for for them to get it. And, yeah, it'll be a big one in, in, for what, February 14th? I think 15th. 15th? Yeah, it'll be a big one for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I said, for me, it was like a championship boxing round. You're just feeling it out. I'm not mad that Arteta rotated. <clears throat> you win this game and, and okay, now we got to play another game in the FA Cup. And if we win that, we have to play another game. Arteta is going to focus on Europa and Premier League. We don't have the squad right now um, to fully focus on every competition. I think next year will be that year, you know, with Champions League. Um, increase in revenue. 
stuff like that. I think next year is the year where we can just say, okay, we could throw our second, we can throw our B team in the FA Cup and Carabao Cup and, and still make a run at it. I don't think this year is that year. I think we're fully focused on the Prem and Europa. So I wasn't mad. I kind of expected the rotation. Um, I think Arteta and Pep are both trying to play some mind games towards each other a little bit. Uh, I, I think for them, personally, it's a championship fight as well. And they're still feeling each other out. If you look at their press conferences and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I think it's for that. But yeah, Ake was really good. Um, which, you know, he pocketed Saka, let's be real, but Saka's too good. So I almost feel like that's like advantage Saka because he's going he's gonna to see what he's, he, he does, and now he's going to say, okay, this is what you did last game. This is what I'm coming with this game, you know, because he's too good. He's too good to get pocketed twice. So, um, yeah, Ake's good. I mean, I've, I've always liked him. I thought he's always been a good defender. I'm a – I'm a I'm a I'm a Netherlands merchant. Let's be real. I love any Dutch player, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ake has been great. Um. And you're gonna need him because Cancelo out the door. Mm-hmm. And I think we can transition right into that because yeah, this morning I was refreshing for Caicedo news, and then I saw Cancelo to Bayern. Um, I thought it was a fake tweet. To be honest, there's been a lot of fake tweets going around. I couldn't believe it uh, just for the fact that, first of all, it's a great move for Bayern. Absolutely great move to bring in a player of that quality uh, this late in the window with really no news or or rumors of it. You know, there has been rumors of a fallout, but there hasn't been rumors like, oh, Bayern in for Cancelo or Bayern Bayern made a a call seeing about Cancelo. It just happened, which was that that was the most surprising thing. Um, and Cancelo's quality. We did our teams of the season at the World Cup break. He was in both of our teams of the season. I think a couple podcasts ago, though, I said, you know, he's kind of falling off a little bit. He didn't do great in the World Cup. When we came back from the World Cup, Cancelo's been slacking, and then Pep kind of axed him out of the team. So first of all, great move for Bayern. Davis at left back. I'm sure they'll put Cancelo at right back. That's good. Do you know how the loan rule is going to work in the Champions League? Can he play in the Champions League, or how, how does that work? Yeah, he'll be able to play immediately. Um, he'll well, be he, listed as. What if, what if you guys get him? Because you know, in the Prem, like you can't play your old team if you're on loan. Will that happen I, in the Champions League as well? I see. I'm not, I, that's what I'm not sure about. I think it requires a club approval, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And if that's the case, I'm very confident that City are going to allow for Giacantello to do that. Uh, Giacantello is a quality player. Giacantello is a world-class player. Giacantello has been playing out of position um, for recent memory and has exceeded so well that he's been team of the year options at an out-of-position uh, spot. He's been tremendous. Um, but Giacantello has infamously come with Attitude issues. Giacantello, about a week or two ago, had a rough up. Mm-hmm. Concerns, issues, complaints with um, players, troubling, rufflings. And then before the Arsenal game, when saw that he wasn't a starter, uh, decided to square up to Pep. Uh, players pushed him back, kept him away from the situation, got him out of there. Um, inklings, rumors got onto city forums 
Um, tunnel people, escorts, security people heard Jao Cancelo in the tunnel speaking to his manager, being quoted as saying, get me the hell out of this club. Yeah, uh, I heard about that too. Got, got out immediately. Um, City have a policy, like we've all, like I've noted before on this pod, which is a simple, you're not happy, that's fine. Come to us with a request that is close or similar to a value and we'll discuss and we'll, you know, make you happy. No problem. Uh, I do want to know after the, I forgot, now that I know because we did this with Zinchenko and I just love that Zinchenko got the the full little brother treatment after that City Arsenal game with Walker and Ake and Gundogan. I love that reminder to Zinni that it's like, hey, we're still boys, bro. Relax. He had this attitude and this thing he posted afterwards about Arsenal and Come on, you gunners. And I get it. He's really focused and everything, and he's so passionate. But he got little brothered, and it's okay, dude. It's friendship stuff. But, you know, we we appeased Gabriel Jesus. We appeased Sinchenko. We appeased Sterling. We, these players get their deals. They get, it what they, they get what they want because they want out because of the situation. Um, Pep has a policy. Um, and if Sare does this, if Tuchel does, there's, there's even questions, even though I consider him a quality manager. Um, if Klopp does, there's, there's questions. If other managers, there's, there's always questions. Uh, so it's not just Pep, but this is kind of an insight to how it goes. Um, we must all show respect to each other. I know that you all want to play that just isn't possible, and I have to choose the players that I think are most suitable doesn't mean that those of you who don't get a play get a game end up sitting on the bench or less able it just means i haven't picked you this time but if you run off to the press or your agents saying that you should have played you will be showing a lack of respect not for me but for the guy who did the game your teammate if anyone would prefer me not to make the decisions no problem be my guest you get together and decide who's going to play and who's not the policy is very simple and it's been consistent and Jao played nice until he was tired of it. He's a talented player, but if he's not going to play the game, he can take his talents elsewhere. It's fine. He doesn't fit the locker room. We'll gladly take... No, I completely back the manager in this situation. Backing the manager is what you do. It's not a situation of what's going on and what... Is it? Is it ideal? No. No. Do you try to find a resolution? Yes. But if you're going to do this after the years and after the winning that we've had at the club and you're more of a seasoned player and you're doing this, when we have players like Rico Lewis who are just th thriving and just shutting up and just doing their job and trying to be there, we have guys like Bernardo Silva who have had links to the club but are still professional. And when asked by reporters, they, by reporters, they just kind of handle it a little bit more. I'll always give my best for the, ba for the badge and for the club. Yes, I don't like the rumors, but he keeps professional in the locker room, in the training, and he's quiet when he doesn't start because he's a respectful player. He cares the we over the me. And Zhao has had an issue with that, apparently for the whole time. And that's okay. That's fine. We squeezed out the most that we could for him. I would love the money back. And now it actually gets me more excited about the window. I do have to concede. You're excited about the window is closing tomorrow, my friend. Oh, this, to, to, well, it <laughs> gets your head out. Pick your head out before it closes on your no, head. No, no. It, gets, it, gets, it gets me bigger about. It gets me excited about the bigger issue, which was what I'm alluding to. 
the summer window because now I have mm. to concede this. It's the FA Cup, and that's it. For us, the goals right now. Champions the, League. It's the FA Cup. Champions League. You got to go for the Champions you League. You got to beat Leipzig. That's We have to drop our goals significantly down. That's who you have? Drop, beat Leipzig, and see who the draw is after that. We are not You think that's enough. Pep's mentality? No. Pep's mentality is addition by subtraction. I'm getting rid of a cancer. We are better off for it. Bring me a replacement or not. I can do it with this team. And he's saying that out of pride. He's do, He's saying that because he thinks he can. And I, listen, he might, maybe, but I don't think we're going to have the fuel to give, to give it for the Prem. And maybe we'll go for it in Champions League. But unless Tiki has an absolute gem masterclass of the next 33 hours, okay, there's not going to be a situation where we're going to get something that's ideal, that's fitting, that helps and fits right now. And that's okay because any player we bring in right now for under Pep is going to take time anyway. So we, have to, we've, we haven't been playing the motherfucker. So it's okay. It's not necessarily an issue. The concern is that it's the depth. Nathan Ake, this beautiful Dutch man, goes down, and we're fucked, Brian. So my mm-hmm. goals, my yeah. expectations are completely changed. The prem is yours. Today I concede, and it is nothing to do with what you have done. We may even beat you twice. Don't know how we're going to do it. Can't see us squeezing out another uh, game like we just did. If it turns out to be as ugly, then I don't even know if I even fucking want it. It, it, It'll be a situation where this is, it's bigger than this year. Pep, I kind of put it on my story, kind of talks about it in a sit down with Rio after winning back to back. I don't even know when it is, but it just breaks down the notion of a refreshing. You got to refresh the club. And this is, just alluding to that bigger picture. So we got to mitigate. Tiki's got to have a masterclass of a situation. And if we can't get it done, I don't know. But I love, love speculating about names because the beautiful thing about when City enter a window, yeah, baby, the oil's coming. I love the checkbook time. Drop them commas. Bring them players. You ready for this? Jude. Jacob Steinberg of the of the <laughs> of the Guardian. Chelsea closing in on a hundred fifteen million pound deal for Enzo Fernandez and could make a late push for Moise Caicedo tomorrow. Get the fuck out of that. That last statement is the part that got me. What the I mean, this is ridiculous. We should update, but going into this. If they get trumped again for Caicedo tomorrow, I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. There's no way he's going anywhere. And if he does go anywhere, I'd imagine that. Maybe Arsenal told, maybe Edu told him, look, if he does go, if you're telling us no because you want to keep him, that's fine. But if he does go, at least give us an opportunity to match. Call call us and tell us. I mean, they could have did that with Mudrick and they didn't. It's just, it's getting embarrassing at this point. Well, did well, you want to? to what, what's that? Did you want to is the question. Want to what? Make that move. Make that decision. For Mudrick, yeah. If it were obviously, you. we were chasing him for a month. Yeah. I, it, mm. Anyway, I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's ridiculous. 
Anyway, uh, go go back to Cantillo because I heard that rumor about what happened in the tunnel a couple weeks ago, where he said, "Get me off this team now." Um, which, yeah, that's ridiculous that that really is true. And I, I would think it, at this point, since he got loaned out, it is true. Mm-hmm. And in that report, there was also mention of many other names, including Walker. Uh, Pep doesn't think Walker's focused. That could be backed up with his lack of playing time, too. Rico Lewis has kind of been your right back for since the World Cup. I know he was injured, but he even started in the FA Cup game. Um I think Foden was in there, right? And was it Bernardo <laughs> as well? Was it Bernardo Silva as well? Did you now see that? No, you're you're reading the stuff from El Chingarito, the guy that's Alvarez. Um, who uh, um, I can't. Uh, is it is it uh, Jao Alvarez? I, I don't even know his first name. Uh, it's Jose. It's Jose Alvarez. Jose Alvarez ten on Twitter. That's his name. Um, Jose Alvarez, and then actually, it's it's funny if you go through his tweets, he'll act the one about uh, Emmerich Laporte not being happy. Uh, City, uh, City Extra cited it and cited him. He retweeted it and said, "I did not say that," and put a smat, sad emoji. Um, so issues at the club, yes, no question. Um, with, with certain players not happy, Max. So Max, who are those players? You think Mass Exodus? All right, let, let's slow down. That's not that's who are not players in your opinion. Uh, we know that Laporte uh, has been always kind of disgruntled with certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, Jao is one, and 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 here here's where I'll, I'll I'll state my sources. I'm going off on a limb here. You ready? Phil Foden will be starting against Tottenham. Phil Phil Foden is a okay with Pep. There's been no sort of concerns or issues. He really did have some niggles with a leg injury. And in fact, in the dust up with Jao, Phil Foden was the one who came to Pep's aid and one of the strongest people to actually go at Jao, pretty much saying, what the hell are you thinking? What are you doing trying to go at Pep like that? Another person by the name, by that name, by that backed him as well was Ruben Diaz. Another player that's just going to be A-OK coming back from Niggles. So we're, we're not – I'm not going to get crazy with the speculation. Yeah, you, you heard it here first. January 30th at 3.05. I'm breaking it. Like money in the bank, unless something drastic happens this week, Phil Foden will be a starting player for the Tottenham game, our next Prem game. And you can go back and look how many times that we've played and look at our last fixtures. The guy, the guy has been riding that pine. So many issues and complaints. I'm telling you, it's not that crazy. Let's just relax a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that just feels like a story that they lumped in the players that were riding the bench recently all together as players. I mean, which a lot of these uh, football journalists do. They're incredibly lazy with their stories. I mean, even yesterday, people were going, oh, uh, Arsenal's not coming back in for a second bid. And then 30 minutes later, they did. And literally, (laughs) they were just saying that because Arsenal didn't make a second bid which I have a problem with, but you don't report that. And these people are like, they have check marks. They're followed by Fabrizio. Like there's, there's no journalistic integrity anymore. People just fucking write shit for clicks. It's, it's embarrassing. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So who, who are the players that you are going to say in your opinion are definitely uh, rattled. Don't say Jao. Jao is not your player anymore. Yeah. And he's gone. He's gone. I think he's gone for good. Right. Oh, hundred percent. He will yeah. not wear a city jersey again. 
Done. I agree with that as well. That's that's what I got from it. Done. What yeah. was it? $62 million buy option for Bayern? Yeah, and actually we're getting real creative right now. If you look at it from a city perspective, Antonio uh, Antonio Fonzo Davies has got two years left on that contract. I'd love to have a conversation about a swap deal. Um, we got great value out of Jao. For crying out loud, we did a swap in like $20 million with Danilo. Um, Jao Cancelo signing was amazing. Uh, so I would love the opportunity to get Alfonso Davies. Um, I would love to have a conversation about uh, potentially uh, if Byron want to play that game, since they're big boys, you know, we can possibly talk about even bigger names like Kimmich, who we've always loved and admired. Um, I hear. So from a city perspective, you asked a question. Let me answer it. Emmerich Laporte is probably the one that I think is probably one a most disgruntled right now mm -hmm. after him i would say probably kyle walker see the thing about kyle walker's situation is is funny <clears throat> we we started him in a big game that we needed right when he came back from injury forget when it was i think it might have been before the world cup i remember i don't remember who it was against but yeah we started him so he, he he got the opportunity to do what we needed. He didn't play very well in that position, which led us to go to Rico Lewis. Uh, he got linked, I believe, to a move to uh, uh, Fernabach earlier today, uh, possibly coming in on, on a on a transfer offer to City. Laughable. He's not going anywhere for the rest of the year. But he's on the wrong side of thirty. Fernabachi. Yeah, Fernabachi. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, that ain't happening. I, Again, laughable. Yeah. Wrong side of 30. If Kyle wants to leave this summer, that's more money off the books. I would love, love to pull a bowling and spend about 500 milli this summer. Let's do it. If Kyle wants to. I mean, this January, because he's, he's close to 500 yeah. mil this January. This January. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the summer's going to be really, really fun for us. It's going to be know. Summer Window FC, um, probably in about a month for City. Um, I'm genuinely wholeheartedly honest, right? Like city titles under these circumstances? <laughs> no, absolutely not. There's no chance. So, yeah, Kyle Walker can go, but Laporte, um, Walker, <sighs> you know, the rest of them, man, are real professional about it, bro. Like you can say Bernardo, yeah, he's unhappy, but not because, you know, he's got a wife or, you know, he's he's settled in. I mean, he he gave a great last few minutes for Arsenal. Dude, so professional. I, I, I'm I'm really cool with it. Uh, maybe ill guy be, because his wife wants the Spain move. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really buying into this notion that we got a lot of disgruntled players. Like that's the thing. We if that's the case, we always do every year because it's always a conversation to have. It's the same it, around the same time we hear God City and their twenty two players that they have. Oh man, it's really a hard choice for Pep to pick a lineup every game. It's like yes, which is why players are mad. So like that, it's kind of how that works. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, definitely interesting news from a City perspective. Um, do you think that you fill in the hole that is left by Jao Cancelo by tomorrow? Uh, Tiki Masterclass, Masterclass, if he does. 
Um, Pedro Poro is available still. I don't know. The Tottenham deal fell through. They're having another conversation. The thing about that is he... I think I told you in text I'd rather have the thirteen million in the in the buyback clause and just have the money to spend in the summer. Um, I don't see us getting creative with that. Uh, could be wrong. There's a reason why we have them in the first place. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I I would love it if Pep can do it or if Tiki can do it, but I don't think we're going to be able to pull off something viable unless it's an overpay. And if it's an overpay, it's not like I'm mad about it because we can afford to do it with the window that we just had yeah, and us being absolutely. in the positive. So um, right now is actually the time where Theo Hernandez is hurt with an injury. Can we call up Milan and try to get him for the cheap, cheap now, knowing that the medical situation that he wouldn't necessarily pass. Um, actually, you can't even trans- trade for players when they're hurt, can you? So I don't think we even could do that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Antonio Robinson, Anthony Robinson is the one I want. Um, yeah, there was links to him. I don't know how good they were. Didn't seem like anybody legit was really reporting it. But there yeah. was some links I read. Yeah, we got to get something done. We cannot. If we expect to be somewhat competitive this year and try to keep up with Arsenal, we cannot not do anything. It's And it's going to be it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Pep, Pep believes in the group, and that's fine. I hear him, but... The depth isn't there, bro. You can't do that classic, you are tired, fuck you. If you are tired, fuck you thing in the training on the all or nothing documentary, bro. It's not It's not going to happen. You don't have that. You don't have it this year. Not in the situation, bro. You're eight points down. You're eight points down. Now we move on to Arsenal and uh, the embarrassing business by Edu thus far. <laughs> Um, Call him out, B. Fumbles the Mudrick deal. Fumbles the Mudrick deal. I like Trossard a lot. I think he's great. He actually was really good in that game against City. I don't know what you thought about him. Great. Yeah, he looked awesome. So I thought his shot was going in. But he wasn't our main target. Mudrick was. Mm -hmm. We've been linked to the guy since December, World Cup. Mm -hmm. Actually, we were actually linked to him in the summer. Yeah, I was going to say, but he's been twerking since the summer. twerking since November. Yeah. We dick around for about two weeks. It's fair. Shakhtar wants $100 million. We offer 55 Okay. <laughs> then that gets turned down. Okay, and, okay well, hold, hold we on. Let's wait a couple days. What would you have done? Let's break it down by what B would have done. Let's them uh, in the room. I mean, uh-huh. your one job, Edu... There's not a lot of transfers going on, outgoings from Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Today, Marquinhos went to Norwich. I think that's a good move. They're in the championship battling for uh, promotion. So I think that'll be a real good move for him. Who else left? Uh, Cedric's about to go on loan. That's it. Yeah. So there's not really a lot of outgoings. Those were easy deals. The Marquinhos thing got done in about 24 hours. No. Uh so you had all this time, including time off from the World Cup, to figure out how this is going to work, feel them out. I don't know. Yeah. Shakhtar seemed very stern on the $100 million. Whether you agreed with it or not, he's their player. Yeah. And you were willing to go to what was our final offer? I think it was 65 straight up plus $30 million add-ons, which was like $10 million less than, than Chelsea. So if you were willing to go that high, 
why would you start off so low? Yep. Their first offer was 45. And then I don't think Edu understands the concept of negotiation. I think he thinks that there's a grace period in between offers. Like, hey, I, I made this offer. I mean, maybe there is, but I don't see other clubs doing that. And I think you should sit down with the club and see what you can get before you actually submit a formal offer. There's no point in submitting an offer that is going to be rejected in two minutes, just like it was yesterday for Caicedo. Brighton didn't even want to do it. They rejected it in literally minutes, it was said, because they already said set their price. They said 80 to 90 million, we'll get it done. We're not going to sell him, but every player has a price. Yeah. Every player has a price. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Every player has a price. I'm sure Benfica don't want to sell Enzo, but guess what? 120 million, we're going to sell him. Yeah. Because that's, uh, I think they, what did they pay for him not that long ago? Like 18 million. So they're making literally 100 million in profit. Can't turn that down. Every player has a price. So we dicked around Mudrick. Chelsea came in in about, I don't know, two hours and sealed the deal and got it done. That was mind-boggling. We made up for it and got Trossard in. Please note how they got it done, though. Yeah, I mean, it was a little shady. There was some Ukraine things going on. Uh, we're going to donate money to Ukraine. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano was pushing for the deal. It seemed like there was there was something a little more in between. But regardless, they got it done. You, you closed the deal. And Edu had plenty of time to close that before Chelsea even got involved. Yeah. He was off the entire World Cup. So I don't understand why that wasn't – that deal should have been done by January 6th. Yeah. He went to Chelsea like 10 days after that. That I don't understand. Or maybe a week after that. I don't understand how he fumbled that one, but he fumbled it. Made up for it by getting Trossard. Easy deal to get done. Trossard wanted out. Six months left on the contract. Very easy deal to get done. He gets it done. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a good signing. Uh, Kiwior, another defender who's probably not going to help us this year, let's be honest. But a future defender, I know there was a lot of big clubs in for him. Left-footed center back, supposedly good on the ball. Is he coming this year? Center back. Yeah, he's already part of the club. He was on the bench for City. Okay. Um, so, seems like a good deal. I don't know how much it helps us this year, but now the Jassar deal. A, a backup, right? For the sure. Jassar deal, what? Does Jassard deal since the contract is expiring? Is this almost you paid the fee for him? Is it almost like a tryout? You didn't sign him. Did you sign him to no, a contract? No, we signed him to a contract. Three okay, never years. mind. Yeah, okay, yeah. so he's actually with you. Okay, never yes. mind. So, which is a good deal. He 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 looks like he looks like he's been with us all season. He's fitting in right away. Yeah. Even that ten minute cameo against United was great. So I think that's a great signing. Agreed. Now let's get to the midfield. I, I genuinely don't understand why we constantly leave ourselves short in the midfield. This is the third or fourth window in a row, probably even longer than that, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> but this is, we had a chance at Champions League last year, last January, did nothing about the midfield. Arthur Mello on loan was talked about the whole time. Bruno Gomez was a rumor, got nothing done. Thomas Partey gets hurt. We had Elneny. Oh, then he, we didn't play him. We end up playing Sambi, and we lose out on Champions League. Mm-hmm. This window, once again, 
We signed Zinchenko. A lot of people thought, oh, we're going to play Zinchenko in the Xhaka role. Nobody knew the Xhaka renaissance was coming. But now, Xhaka and Partey, and, and Xhaka's very dependent, but he's getting up there in age. So there's no reason we should have another midfielder coming in. And yeah. Partey has not been healthy. He was healthy in Atletico, but ever since he's came to, to um, Arsenal, he's had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. He's only played 20 games in the last two seasons in the Premier League. Mm. How many games are there in the Premier League, Orlando? Uh, 38. Yeah, mm. exactly. So he, he's barely got to half. Okay. So that should have been something that is covered. Now, the club's stance has been we have El Neni, and El Neni has been dependent. But if you remember, he got hurt mm-hmm. in the Fulham game, which was August 14th or 20th, some, some, somewhere around there. He got hurt. The injury was going to be three months, they found out. So what did we do? We go in on the last day of the transfer deadline, and we make a bid for Douglas Louise. Villa's stance was, we want $40 million. What does Eddie do? He, 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 he offers 20 Yeah. Hmm. Not that good at math, but I know that's <laughs> 50% of what Villa asked for. First bid denied immediately. Literally immediately. I was refreshing frantically on, on, on Reddit. Second and you're name bid. dropping some good players too, by the way. You, Second you, bid. You missed on one. Arthur, Arthur Mello, you're happy you didn't get that one. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But the fact is we needed a body. Um, second bid. 23. What? Really? No, we are not selling Douglas Louise. Third bid. 25. Denied again. We don't get the deal done. Luckily, Partey, who was injured, came back quickly, two weeks, and he's been fit ever since. But we cannot cross our fingers as a club in first place. You cannot cross your fingers and hope Partey stays healthy. That is a terrible, terrible plan. And you're in first place. You have the money. You bid 60 straight up for Mudrick. You bid 60 straight up for for, Mudrick. Caicedo. So you have the fucking money. Yet you want to go under by 20, by 25, what these clubs are asking for. Guess what? The prices in this market are inflated. That's the reality. You can't sit here and and tell me, oh, you know, uh, the housing market, it's so bad. You know, I can only afford 200. And then you go say, oh, this house is 350. Well, but we only have 200. Guess what? They're not giving you the fucking house. You're not <laughs> getting it. Nobody fucking cares. Right. And and the thing is, Arsenal has the money. Stan Kroenke has the money. Whether he's making it available or not, doesn't matter. And from my eyes, he's making it available. It seems to me that at Edu has a tough time getting the deal, the deal done. So let's move on to Caicedo. Yeah. Anything you have to say about this so far? I, I love – no, you're spot on with the breakdown. What I would say is – I'm hearing this and I'm just thinking of potential hazards for City. Like, also, I'm hearing Douglas Louise at 22, 23, whatever. And it's just like, well, if I'm Villa, I wouldn't have done it then because now look at the prices now. Like, could you imagine how great we would be talking about Arsenal doing that deal? Like, now yeah. to the inflated prices. And imagine, like, how much shit we'd be giving Villa for giving up Douglas Louise for, like, $22 million. That, Like, that's absurd. So, yeah. I mean, I, what, what 
my only question right now so far, as you, because I got to continue, I got to kind of keep hearing this. What is the number that's going to get Caicedo away from Brighton? Because I actually 80, don't believe. 80, I think. 80 I think the, plus add-ons probably. I, I think the number starts with a nine. It could. And, and I would rather do that. Wait, let's see this. I'd rather City do it and move him to left back. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would rather than pay 90. I would rather them pay 90 than pay any amount of money for Jorginho, who we've been linked to by Fabrizio Romano and David Ornstein. And if they're reporting it, that means there's there's actual true links, which yeah. sounds terrible to me. Jorginho <laughs> is slow. He's not press resistant at all. He got outpaced by a referee. <laughs> I think that's what you're laughing at. He got outpaced by a referee. That's not even a joke. <laughs> you can't intro Jorginho that way in the chat. I wasn't gonna let that happen, Wait, bro. You we gotta, gotta take some we, steps back. I'm absolutely. We gotta hard. back it up. We gotta we gotta back it up because I was waiting for you to bring this fuck up. <laughs> this bastard, if he ends up playing for you, dude, I'm sorry. He will curse your fucking club. I'm it's telling an embarrassing you, right? move. That's not it what the team in first so... place does. I get he's a he's a felon. And he's a backup. And listen, if Partey stays healthy, he may he may not play more than two hundred minutes for us. Max, that's, that's that's but that's where you want him. Partey stays healthy is a big thing. Second of all, he's got six months left on his contract, and Fabricio puts. Uh, they, so, let me read the tweet because this this part triggered me as well. Because I don't get why we're gonna help Chelsea with get Cancelo. Yeah. yeah. It helps them get Cancelo. Exactly. Bro, that's so embarrassing. God, that's so embarrassing. Poro just reached an agreement with Tottenham. Good. Finally. Give me that $13 million. Yeah. Um, I want to go buy fucking Fernand Mendy like right now. What's <laughs> the part that absolutely triggered me on the, on the Jorginho thing? And we'll go so. back to Caicedo because we skipped ahead a little bit. But We did, Chelsea bro. opened to sell Jorginho, but will ask for an important fee. An important fee. If it's anything more than five five million, oh sorry, I'm not doing it. And he's in the last six months of his contract. So you really think he's going to come to us for anything less than a three-year contract? No. And why the fuck would you give him a three-year contract? Because I guarantee you, you'll be paying that contract off yeah. next year, which is something, you, which is exactly what you did for William. Haven't we learned our lessons? Haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a better stopgap than Jorginho. There has oh. to be somebody better. Onana and Everton. Go give them some money. They just let Anthony Gordon go. Anthony Gordon got a bid from Chelsea for 60 million pounds in the summer. Nah. They denied it. And now he's go- he just went to Newcastle for 40. Yeah. Okay? For four- yeah I'd rather pay for Onana. Is he, is he the answer? Probably not. But does he have potential to eventually fill that Partey role? I'd rather do that because, like I said, you're going to be paying Jorginho to fuck off next December. <laughs> we, we already learned that with William. And I don't want to give a dime to this, this, this fraudulent Chelsea club. I'm tired of paying for their players. I really am. William and David Luiz should have been enough, and I thought we moved on from that as a, as a club. I thought – I thought we realized our mistakes. This would be going backwards for me, for Arsenal. Hear me out. Put fucking 90 on the table and get Caicedo through the fucking door. I don't give a fuck. And this is what what pisses me off about about Edu. 
the links start coming through for, for Caicedo. We put in our first offer. I think it was Friday. It got rejected. $60 million straight up, no add-ons. I think that's a fair offer. They want, they want, they want 80. All right, fine. But 60 million straight up for a player that you just paid 5 million for or whatever. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a fair first offer, whatever. It's, but it's, it's, it's denied straight up. Edu sits around for two days. For two days. Now, if this was the beginning of January, I would have no problem. But the transfer window, as of now, Ends in about 31 hours, Edu. So Friday, he puts in the first offer, rejected. He waits till Sunday night at around 11 p.m. to put in the second offer of $5 million more. Are you, are, this is what I understand. Are you not negotiating with Brighton? Are you not saying, hey, what would you sell him for? What, what, how can we get this deal done? Your player wants to come to us. We want him, and we, we want to get this deal done before the deadline, and the deadline's coming up. That offer was rejected in about two minutes. Yeah. And now this is another thing. There's an acknowledgement. This is from Sam Mockbell, Sammy Mockbell, so-so source. There's an acknowledgement at Arsenal that as much as they want Moise Caicedo, they don't want to disrespect Brighton and have started an- analyzing alternatives. <laughs> 31 hours before the deadline, they're analyzing alternatives. Brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant uh, work, Edu. Yuri Tillemans, Jorginho are marrying as their preferred option. This is scary. We already discussed that. Yuri yeah. Tillemans and Onana have been also explored. Uh-huh. So, so you don't want to piss off Brighton. Fuck <laughs> Brighton. Who gives a fuck? And first of all, how is it disrespectful to offer 80 million, 80 million pounds? That's disrespectful? I mean, seriously, how is that disrespectful? Who gives a shit about Brighton's feelings? I understand we've done business with them, with Ben White, with Trussard. But you sit around all fucking day pondering, oh, this might hurt Brighton's feelings. Guess what? If Chelsea want Caicedo tomorrow, they're going to put money on the table and get the deal done. Yeah. Facts. If I recall, the Benfica, looks like it could happen. The Benfica owner or the sporting director got on the microphone and said they were really disrespected by Chelsea's offer in installments when mm-hmm. we have a release clause for Enzo. Mm-hmm. Did that happen or did that not happen? It happened. It happened. Did, did Chelsea, is Chelsea going to finalize the deal for Enzo now? Yep. Did they give a fuck it. that they disrespected Brighton, uh, uh, Benfica's feelings? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you are you making a positive for the yes. American? Yes. Yeah, that's the only thing I applaud is, there, is they, they do have ambition. You got to give them that. You got a filthy, done. slimy club. Yeah, he got it done. The yeah. slither and snake himself, the serpent managed them to get the deal done. They're a slimy club, and guess what? You know, it, it's very easy to be very ambitious when you have an endless pool of money. Sure. But I'm sorry. There's no reason for Arsenal to be moving like Tottenham right now, which is exactly what they're doing. They're, Edu is moving like Tottenham. And if we end this window with Jorginho <laughs> coming into our midfield, that is a sackable offense. And then that move, 
I'm sorry. You're looking forward to the summer window. If we end it with Jorginho, I'm not looking forward to the summer window. Because as far as I know, we'll talk to Declan Rice all May. Window <laughs> there will open. it is. There it is. West Ham will say they want 50, $70 million, and yeah. we'll open the window with 45 plus, plus add-ons. <laughs> I was waiting for it. So, so wait, so faith should I have in, in the fact that Declan Rice is going to be done? Because you're going cheap now. That that That's that's the argument. I, I'm that, sorry. Caicedo, prim, Premier League proven. It might be one season, but he's done huh? great. He had all the big clubs looking at him, right? Declan Rice better? 21. Yeah, Declan Rice is better. Okay. Declan Rice is better, and and not, not not to say that you go for one or the other, but it all depends. If you're trying to go grow, right? Cancelo's not necessarily starting every week in week out for you. Yeah, no. Declan he, Rice he wouldn't comes even start for us because Declan if Rice comes healthy in. and Jack is healthy. He's riding bench. Yeah, United. T- Thomas Partey has that game against United with Declan Rice on that team. Declan yeah, he's Rice got subbed off Declan in the minute. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Declan, Declan Rice is pushing Partey. And here's the other thing. Who's the, who's the guy that you quoted, the journalist that you had that came up? Sam or Sammy? Sammy Mockbell. Yeah. I just want Mockbell. I just want to state for the record that if it came from Sam Mockbell, credible source. Sammy Mockbell, not believing a word. Not believing a fucking word. Get that out of here. No, it's, it's not. It's the same person. I'm just joking. Sammy, Sam, whatever. Uh, who, whoever the hell it is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not falling for it. Sammy Mockbell, yeah, that's not a name. Email. I mean, but still, even the fact that we're almost at the end of the day in the UK, right? It's it's uh it's nine, it's eight p.m. right now over there. Yeah. So I mean, what 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 exactly are we doing? And and I'm sorry, Jorginho sucks. He, he's <laughs> awful. And so hear me out. Let me walk you through this. You sign Jorginho for rest of season well how would we do that that would be that would be a loan move like why would he do that i don't get that a loan move to the end of his contract because he's gonna get more playing time and he's gonna get a title out of it Jorginho would love to do that did Jorginho play meaningful football again well he would definitely you're a hot commodity brian anyone would want to play for you remember that you're gonna have players want to be linked to you right now so if i'm Jorginho, yes i'd take the move get me out of this chelsea situation also, you know, not playing all the time, right? Give Partey a rest for cup, whatever. But figure it out to where the deal and the wages come off the books in the summer. Chelsea get Cancelo, okay? Whatever. Recency bias in your Caicedo? No, I, I would be pissed if they got Caicedo. Because getting Jorginho would probably help them make that move. Yeah. So, so and then in the summer... You get Declan Rice. I, I want to win the title this year. I don't want to worry about next year. Like, think about the wages that think about the money that comes with what's guaranteed right now. We have money though. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that we don't have money. Stand, let me. Let me. Let me show you this. I'm sure he's we worth should the not billy, be, bro. If I'm sure he's worth We want Caicedo, and our alternative is Jorginho. Whatever money you were going to give Jorginho should go in the Caicedo pot. He's a short-term. He's a short-term plug, bro. Declan Declan is your long-term replacement. Declan Stan is your Conkey is worth thirteen billion dollars. <laughs> this man was looking that shit up. Stan, want to know another funny thing? <laughs> you know who Stan Kroenke's wife is? 
I have no idea. And Pamela Anderson. Anderson. Do you know? Who? Do you know? Do you know how much she's worth by herself? No. What she do? She owns Walmart. <laughs> she's worth eight billion dollars. So these fucks have money. Okay, like, they have money. You know how much Todd fucking Todd the, the little fucking rodent is worth? <laughs> five billion. He's worth only five. Five. Yes. Now they have. They're backed by investors, but this little scoundrel is only worth about a third of Stan Kroenke. So I don't want to hear that. Uh, you know, the spending now is going to affect our summer budget. Guess what? You win the Premier League by getting Caicedo. You win the Europa League by getting Caicedo. Your budget. Goes through the roof. Merchandise sales. You'll double your merchandise sales. Everybody's going to want an Arsenal jersey. Everybody's going to want the, the Premier League merch. Everybody will buy that. Champions League revenue. You're going you're gonna to most definitely get into the group stage with Caicedo and all that depth. Rice mm-hmm. will come. You'll definitely get in the group stage. That, I think that's like, I think you make about $60 million just to get in the group stage. Plus qualifying. It comes out to like $80 million or something. It's, it's insane money. And then yeah. once you get in the group stage, hey, maybe you draw fucking Frankfurt like fucking Napoli did. Maybe you draw uh, Sevilla, and then that, now you're in the round of eight. And in that yeah. round, you get now you got Porto, and Porto, as good as they are, they sell they sell people every January. Now you got a week in Porto. Oh, now you're in the semifinals of the champ. So the money will the money will come back. We overpay for Ben White. But is anybody saying in this t- moment in time we overpaid for Ben White? No, because we because it looked like a good deal because he's playing well and nobody cares cares about the fucking fee anymore. Right. Two years ago, everybody's saying, "Oh, that was an that was an overpay." However, now they're saying, "Oh, it's a fine deal." So it, it pays for itself. I I don't want to fucking do this. I, I, I they're 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 haggling here. They're haggling, and it's 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 embarrassing. And listen. Jorginho would absolutely be a step backwards for Arsenal. I thought we were done with these moves. I thought we were we were signing players with a uh, lower age profile, players that we won't have to pay to fuck off in two years like we did with Aubameyang, like we did with Bellerin, like we did with Willian, like we did right. with Kolasinic, like we did with Mustafi, like so many fucking recent players. And you, this, is a, this is a complete step backwards for me. Sorry for ranting. No, I completely agree with you. No, I, I this is – I. I'm about to be in that situation in the window. The difference is I, I was just looking up confirming the the earnings for Champions League and City, how much they racked in. So you're right. The, the, the money's substantial uh, from the revenue generated for making it uh, as far as you go. <clears throat> and in fact, they do it in a in a three to a five year basis. It's not in a one year off off. So you do get your revenue year after year for after because you don't know if you're going to make it the following year right based on how you do in the in the standings and how you get uh but they do it in uh earnings um in those groups and in fact city while not winning it have earned the most revenue uh for the 2021 and 2022 season man city pulled in 731 million in revenue According to the soccer data and analytics platform, Football Benchmark. Who did? Um, <clears throat> uh, City brought in 700, $731 million. Yeah. Um, that's in euros, $785 million in dollars. Uh, Madrid, PSG, Bayern Munich, and AC Milan 
completed the top five. Uh, Ajax saw their revenue jump up 51% year after year. Uh, PSG did suffer loss, though, about $369 million from the last time it was grouped. Um, and that's because if you remember- Because they signed Mbappe. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, it, and you're, you're, thank you for saying that. So it act, this article actually points to how some of it is based on kind of the, the, the um, what's on the books. Um, so they kind of saw, talked about in particular teams, um, but year after year, it's pretty, incre- pretty incredible what you can get. Um, kind of explains to you why Tottenham were never able to kind of have some success the year after they had that incredible run. Um, but it, those one-off years, you really don't get that much. It's more about that success, sustained, sustained. Um, yeah, exactly, sustained amount of time up there um, in Here, high. Here's my counter to that. Um, Arsenal, their revenue last year was 435. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no European football last year, right? Mm-hmm. We weren't even in Europe at all. So this mm-hmm. year, you can expect European football. Um, good buzz around the club 2023 you will have good revenue mm-hmm. I, I assume that would be in the 500s you know right where juventus and chelsea is and mm-hmm. the stadium's been selling out like crazy people have been buying, buying merch like crazy so you yeah. can you can expect the revenue to be around 500k juventus is frauding too right they're cooking books so don't exactly. ever believe anything exactly good great great, great yeah. one. they're cooking they're, they're they're uh they're definitely frauding revenue patrici but um <clears throat> All right, so star of the Champions League football, we win a Premier League title. That revenue is going to go from potentially being 500 to being like 600, let's say. We have a big fan base. I'm just, I'm just going to go off social media numbers, which isn't the best, but no, but you do, do have, have a huge we fan do base. have a huge fan base, and it's massive. And you could usually tell by just looking at socials. Um, on the day when Jao Cancelo was sold, the Manchester City subreddit, daily discussion, 100, 100 comments. 100 comments. On the day where Arsenal was linked to Jorginho, guess how many comments we had in the daily discussion today? Uh, I don't even know. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to do you one better. 4,000. 4,000 comments. So we have a, a massive fan base that is starved for success. Six years, no Champions League football. My whole point is that 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 is going to pay for itself right away. And the, the age profile of Casado going to a system like Arteta's. We've already seen him in the Brighton system, which is similar. You know he's going to get better. He's not going to get worse. What are the chances Jorginho gets better? Zero. There's no chance. No, there isn't. Are you upset right now that your club? That your club has had a huge offer for the women's game? No. Well, we made an offer for a Man U player. I like that. Our, our women's club is actually making moves. Yeah, record-breaking. Yeah, uh, Alessia Russo from Man United, who's playing good. So that that's ambition there. They're going to it. I think Man United might be ahead of the women's team in the table, and they're going there and, and saying, hey, we're, we're going to steal your best player. 23-year-old English striker. We're going to take her off your hands. That's ambition. So I don't know who the women's director of football is, but 
uh, Edu, watch out. It ain't Edu. Because, <laughs> yeah, it ain't Edu. Because Edu would have would have fucking gone to uh, 10th place, whoever the fuck, and, and said, hey, let me take your aging DM off you. But, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just anything else you're looking out? Enzo's going to be done. Pedro Porro finally got done. Uh, any other big moves? Liverpool looks like they're doing nothing. The City Byron thing seems so knee-jerk, but with Chow working with the manager to get an offer, Byron working behind the scenes to get it done, could they entertain something with Fonzo Davies before the end, uh, before the window closes? I don't think they will, but no. I look to I look to think that if the Robinson builds up anything, uh, I would love for that to be done. Um, Jose Gaia out there in La Liga, um, Ferland Mendy. Can we at least make a call? something, something to keep us or at least make some of the fan base a little bit more happier that we can try to get something done this year. Um, the window's heating up. Nice little push and end um, from things, even if it's on the back on the bad end for me. Uh, addition by subtraction, I'm backing Pep. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy you didn't even ask me if this is even something that you want to even consider or take Giles' side on because it's 1,000% not even a conversation to have. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Arsenal can make a really strong push if they get themselves a quality deal done now. And uh, I don't know. As a, I'm conceding that I don't think we can compete, but there's still games to be played. And if this maybe – brings the boys together and and gets them unified more. I don't know. We'll see against Tottenham. Uh, but yeah, man, the window's going to be good. I really hope that Chelsea keeps spending like this uh, just because I hope that FFP comes down on them hard as fuck in the summer. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Angolo Conte, do you have a Conte conversation? I saw Liverpool were interested in having that talks with, with him. No. I don't want that conversation at all. I pass on that conversation immediately. You're passing on aging midfielder my conversation and put them on noise cancellation. <laughs> if that conversation so, comes to my door, so you're not a fan of the aging midfielder, huh? No, because we already have two aging midfielders in Jack and Barte. I'd like to lower that age profile just a little bit. Like, why did we pass on Danilo for twenty million? That's what, what I don't get. Going to forced. Forced, and he looked damn good in the FA Cup, so or the Carabao Cup against Man Man United. That's um, tough, man. So we could, we might end up paying almost twenty million when we could have just paid that for Danilo. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But I'm not even we'll recap it. Honestly, if I had a, a chance to just fast forward until Wednesday after the deadline, because these next twenty thirty something hours is going to absolutely drive me crazy, especially with this Jorginho link. Yeah, um, I'm already fucking losing my mind. I'm not even joking when I say this. If I'm City, I'd talk to Cancelo. I'd talk to Pep and see if he can use him at left back and make a fucking offer. <laughs> Just to fucking getting involved and getting you're saying, Yeah, Cancelo. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought you were saying Cancelo. No. No. Hey, do what you got to do. <clears throat> I think that'd be a great move for Arsenal, but honestly, it doesn't look like it's going to get done for me. It does doesn't. not look like it's going to get done. Brighton seemed really put off by moving him. Everything else has been at least somewhat, I mean, 
can we have a Matoma conversation for a second? Um, What's he gonna cost? I told cost? you, baller. I told What's you about this guy. What's he gonna cost? The number seven's open at Man City, He's by the winger, way. Too. Come on, Matoma. Phil Foden can play left back. Damn it! Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I told you he's a baller, and when you see uh, when you see um, all these wingers like Anthony, who again was shocking in the FA Cup, going for hundred million. Now you have a Premier League proven winger, um, Japan international, banging in goals left and right, good pace, all that stuff. When you see that, that's. That is gonna that's gonna be another hundred million in Brighton's pockets whenever yeah. they want to make that move. Cause if he keeps playing like this, you're gonna see clubs coming in for him in the summer. Hundred so, percent. Yeah, absolutely. We'll recap that later in the week and then we'll preview this weekend's games. We're playing Sean Deitch's Everton on Saturday, and you hey, guys yo. are playing the Spurs on Sunday at Tottenham. So some interesting games this weekend. Um Feels like we haven't had a. Uh, feels like we haven't had Premier League in a while. We took a little weekend off with the FA Cup, so I'm eager for it to come back this weekend. So we'll oh, be yeah. back Thursday or Friday. Um, if we sign Jorginho, it will be a solo podcast for from Orlando. I'll send in my picks through text message, and he can read them off. I will maybe <laughs> make a puppet available, and um, <laughs> he will he will be my proxy for the day. If Jorginho ends up in Arsenal uniform by tomorrow night, the God. podcast the podcast could end. Very well possible. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been totally rattled today, unfocused. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll be back. Uh, we'll see how this this ends. And uh, anything else? No, fucking no. Go Knicks. Go Knicks. They play tonight, right? Fucking, I don't know, man. Do we? Do we play on Mondays? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, <clears throat> Premier Pep Talk, episode 28. We're out. Peace. Peace.